episode 292. Thank you all for listening to episode 291, Mrs. Ford's House, a Gray Lamarck mystery. I am Gray Lamarck, here with my co-host. Ben the soldier. Jorts and all. <laughs> uh, shout out John Chayna. John Chayna. Oh man, he's in. He's still in some hot water for the <laughs> comments he made, man, about in China about Taiwan. Talk about China. Lucky he's still alive. Shit. Yeah, oh shit, <laughs> man. I don't know how he made it through it, but man, we got it. We got a ton of shit to cover. We had AEW double or nothing. Um, you know, it's Thursday night because we had a mishap, and I was at the uh, Mrs. Ford's house, so had a mishap, and uh, we couldn't get wrestling in last night, so we're doing it tonight. Uh, no bear, but he may he may try to join us if he if he has time, but that's okay. We told him we were going to run this. Um, and it's completely my fault. So we got to thank some people and then we'll get into the fun, man. Well, let's thank Wes Anderson for mind to quarantine. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at songs by Wes. Thanks to all we're clothing. The first sponsor of overline sports podcast Mention overline sports podcast to Brandon and go to all clothing.com and he can hook you up with a deal. I know he's busy right now. It's getting into summer. He's going to be getting ready for football season. That's going to be in August. It's right around the corner. But get in touch with him. Mention Overline Sports Podcast. They'll hook you up with a deal. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call. 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Jacksonville, Florida. There we go. And neither did AEW. The... Uh, so thank you sean you know it's it's summertime he's still doing some landscaping things he's getting ready for you whatever you need the mowing the landscaping he can do it all get in touch with sean 419-704-5471 and now it's on to you man we got to thank of course sparty steve he is going to help us out with the golf outing that we're going to be participating in in at the end of august he's helping us out on episode 300 which is just a few weeks away four weeks until episode 300 we're looking forward to that going to have a little party at uh, the Waterville Event Center. We're going to have some people there drinking some drinks, minus myself. You know, I, I can't be doing that, so I'll be watching, and I'll be drinking them diet, diet pops. You gave us a, you gave us a nice head start last night. Yeah, I'm going to count those. That's the first nine. <laughs> I'm going to get the counter ready. The uh, That starts. That, that that was my contribution, and those were actually, I think, doubles. So that was 18. <laughs> so we're, there we go. we're good. So we're going to count those. That's a, that's a good point. That's a head start. I should go get that counter. We, we may have to take a break, and I go get the counter and put it up here behind there me because we, we already have it started. There was my contribution. Oh, man. we got to, And then we're going to have some fun with the grown-ups. So the grown-ups are going to be there, some of them or all of them, and uh, we're going to play some games with them. We're going to talk pop culture, sports. We're going to do a lot of things and just have a good time with the grown-ups like we do every, every hundredth episode. But you got to thank Connell Barrett at DatingTransformation.com. Look, people, it's our books out. I mean, you can get the you get. I think you can get it on Audible. Matter of fact, look for it on Audible. Is if you can't read, how you gonna get something? Can't get it, no, you can't read. I mean, if you if not, you know, if you can't get the book, dating sucks, but you don't. You know, go to kind of, go and, and reach Connell Barrett at datingtransformations.com. You can talk to him on the Zoom via email, Google Meet, whatever you need to do over the phone, whatever it takes to, uh, you know, get you out there in your little little red Corvette and maybe hope to find you a little darling Nikki 
And uh, if everything goes well, you might be able to make some love under the purple rain. Who knows? Yeah, you might be might be having some erotic city under that purple rain. <laughs> Dude, a fun oh, fact yeah. about that song. I don't know if you knew this. So I just because we got to talk about Prince real quick. And uh, but I'll let you finish Connell Barrett. And then I want to talk about Prince. I want to piggyback oh, no. off of what you guys a- started. That's a nice little transition, you know. There we go. All right. So with Prince, I mean, I know you're very familiar with the song Erotic City. It's actually probably my favorite Prince song. You know what I'm talking about, right? It was on side B. You know it. So that's when I said it this morning. I'm like, it's on side B. You know what I'm talking about. So Erotic City, uh, because that was – because who – when he sang that back – because it was what? B-side to – was it Let's Let's Go Crazy? I think Hold it was. On, let me see. I think it was. Let's go crazy. Might be. But I'm trying to. I'm trying to look up now and see. That way, you know, fact check ourselves. You know. Yeah, we got to sound right when we're talking about the one of the goats, man. Uh, I would die for you. Was the B side to Erotic City. Okay. Well, here, I just pulled it up, too. It was released as B. Oh, see, it was released as B-side to Let's Go Crazy. And then the 12-inch version of the 86 single, Girls and Boys. And then the dance uh-huh. the dance mix of it was put there. And then the artwork for the single features the same Im- image of Prince that we use for the cover, I Would Die For You. And then the extended version of the latter was included, so I Would Die For You, on the B-side of Erotic City. So that's what you said. So it originally came out as the B side to Let's Go Crazy, but then when right. they put it back out again, then I then um, I would die for you, which is a great song, by the way. Right, man. I I, I think so. The what I was trying to tell you. So Erotic City, that was what Sheila E. Prince, right? So because Sheila mm-hmm. E. singing in that, and uh, ooh, Sheila E. Man, the uh, so right. she what I love about my story about erotic city, if you listen to it, like they had to cut it off the radio then cause she didn't know. And neither did the radio stations that, you know, it, instead of saying funk, so pretty you and me, he was saying fuck and nobody knew it. And I'm like, cause I remember listening to it all the time and I'm like, man, I swear to God, he's saying fuck. And then she's saying funk. Like you could clearly hear the right. difference. And then I looked into it and I'm like, yep, she had no idea. And neither did the radio yeah. stations. He would just slip that right in there. That's the shit Prince would do, man. That was him. I've heard yeah, some that's how, stories. That's how dope he was. Oh, he was a shit. You, you ever hear Jimmy Fallon talk about a story about ping pong with Prince? No, no. Oh my God. He talks to you. got to check that out. He talks about, he was invited. He's like, Hey, Prince wants to play ping pong with you. And he just goes into this like room, goes to where he's at and then just starts playing a game of ping pong with Prince. And that's that. And then it was done. Like that was it. They're like, that's the shit Prince would do. Yeah. And he recorded, recorded erotic city right after a parliament funkadelic concert. Oh shit. And for those unfamiliar with Parliament Funkadelic, oh, no shit. that gave us the legends of uh, Bootsy Collins and uh, George Clinton. George Clinton, Tom McDowell. Yeah, and actually, Bootsy Collins was a uh, a background, was a part of the band. He wasn't even like a feature. He was a background guy. Which is crazy. And got kicked out for doing too much drugs. Figure that out. <laughs> yeah, no shit. 
But that, I mean, <laughs> but you think about that, man, with George, George Clinton back when he did, um, when he did Atomic Dog, man, how big that, how dope that song was when it came out. I mean, granted, it was before us, but I mean, I, it's right? still, it's still slaps now, man. I love that damn song. I listen to it all the time. Oh yeah, man. And That's, and I guarantee uh, you, the younger generations heard that song. Go look up Atomic Dog, and you know exactly what we're talking about. Well, that and if you are, let me get it right, because uh, my uncle, if I'm pretty sure, is a part of that fraternity. Atomic Dog um, came out in 1982, by the way. Peaked yeah. <laughs> U.S. peaked at number one on the U.S. R&B. So, so I think what then you were about 23, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was three years out from being, uh, being born. I think my mom was sixteen. Nineteen eighty-two. My dad was probably thirty. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you, uh, you know, the fraternity, the black fraternity, uh, Mega Sci-Fi, uh, otherwise known as the Q's, which my uncle is a part of. Uh, basically, once Atomic Dog comes on, you got to step to it. That's just what it is. Oh, Mega Sci-Fi? Yep, yep. Yeah, I was seeing that. Did you see? I just was reading about that. Uh, George Clinton was in, inducted as an honorary member last year. Yeah, he's an honorary, yeah. honorary Q-Dog. He should be. I mean, they took it. It's, that's that's their theme song, man. Like, that's that's the Q's theme song, pretty much. Yeah, and any anybody that hasn't heard of Atomic Dog, man, it is it just it's the shit. It just yeah. is. But you know, I know we gotta. It, now we're gonna we're gonna. I was saying, that's a whole another. That's a whole another tree of knowledge we'd have to sit up under. So yeah, no <laughs> shit, right? And so the other thing, we, you know, we gotta we gotta transition somehow into wrestling, and uh, and the, a lot yeah. of shit happened this week, man. We. Before we get into AEW, double double or nothing, uh, we we got to talk about some of those releases, man. WWE, Braun Strowman, Aleister Black, Ruby Riot, Lana, Santana Garrett, and Buddy Murphy. I mean, did any of those – I mean, honestly, what's going on? I mean, do you think they're going to sell? Like, what the fuck is going on? Is Vince just like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> Today I'm going to spin a wheel, and you're gone. Yeah. I think that's what it is, you know. I think, I mean, me, honestly, I know a lot of people are saying that, you know, WWE is preparing for a sale. Um, you know, Nick Khan, like Nick Khan is a sports agent, basically. Like he came from the sports world. So a lot of times that, you know, people associate when professional teams dump salary and especially, you know, high salaries or just dump salary in general, they're preparing and then do a lot of moves to show how profitable they are. They're preparing to, you know, to be sold or move. And, uh, you know, so that's kind of the growing, uh, the growing rumbling right now that, you know, maybe WWE is preparing to be sold. And, but the only thing is, you know, who would they really be sold to? And really the only, I mean, if that was an option or if that's something that's on the table, you know, I guess NBC Universal. You know, I guess they would be a front runner to buy it. I mean, it's just that's all programming for them. You know, it's free programming if you did own it all. Or Universal. But, yeah, but I I don't know. I mean, me I think it might just be 
they don't see AEW as a threat. I, I mean, to be do. honest, like, I don't think they see AEW as a threat. I mean, this is not like when, you know, WCW was starting to get hot uh, with the NWO and everything when, you know, they were paying guys just to not go to WCW. I mean, that's, you know, that's the biggest thing. You know, every, they're talking about guaranteed contracts and everything. That was the biggest reason why WWE started writing them to keep guys from going to WCW. So, right. and now, you know, I mean, we, they, you know, granted, I mean, they'll never admit that WWE will never admit that they were signing guys to longer term deals or to more money just to keep them from going to AEW. They'll never admit it, but everybody knew that's what they were doing. And now here we are, what, a year in? Um, what, two years in AEW? Right. And, you know, they can't even, you know, they're getting bounced around for the NBA playoffs. You know, I mean, which is the same thing that Vince used to have to deal with for with the U.S. Open and the Westminster Dog Show. But that was also when they weren't drawing people in to watch the show, when the ratings weren't that high or the viewership wasn't that high. And then so, they put the and, fucking dog show on. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I, I'm sure you remember that. Oh, God, dude, I'd get pissed off. Yeah. And so, and now, you know, you have AEW being postponed for the, or moved moved back for the NBA playoffs. And, you know, pretty soon it'll be bumped again because of hockey once Turner uh, gets that on their networks. So, you know, I mean, and they're going to be, they're supposedly starting another show. You know, that'll have, they'll be at two shows that'll probably still get bounced around. So I think WWE doesn't see AEW as a threat at whatsoever. I think they figured out kind of like we have on the show, they figured out that AEW's fans are AEW's fans. Like they're not getting, you know, as much as, you know, Peapod would want to try to say, to us, to these blue in the face, they're not getting crossover. They're not getting new viewers. They're not getting new fans. You know, we're two years in, and they're still struggling to get a million viewers without, you know, something special or some some special appearance going on. So because yeah, we saw what happened to them when they went up against WWE last week, they got hammered. Right. Yeah. You know, it was bad. And Friday night's not even a good night, really, for WWE. And that's their I mean, best it's better night than right Monday. now. Yeah, yeah, and that's their best night, yeah. I mean, it's better than Monday. Well, anything's better than Monday. True. <laughs> they put the fucking dog show on, you know, Monday. It's probably on at soap time, and it's doing better. Right. <laughs> fucking 11 a.m., it's doing better. Price is Right's doing better. Yeah, exactly. So... You know, I don't think they, you know, I, I, dude, like, I mean, a lot of people, they, what, Braun Strowman was released. And, you know, that might be a little bit of everything. They, I seen, uh, was it Fightful? Um, yep. I guess he was making about a million dollars a year. Yep. At least according to them. So, I mean, they wanted to dump that salary dump. Right. Yeah. Especially with a guy like Braun Strowman who's not really doing anything. And, I mean, granted, you know, you could sell, you know, play sets and everything about them, but how many more toys can you really sell? So, 
And I think that, you know, a lot of people are saying he could, he could go to AEW and they could do whatever, you know, they could do better with him. But we both, we all know that that's not going to happen. I mean, look what they've done with Lance Archer. You know, like it took him a year to figure out what the hell to do with Rusev or Miro rather. Right. So, you know, what makes you think that they're going to figure out what the hell to do with Braun Strowman once he gets there? Oh, see, we so, didn't miss anything, by the way, with uh, AE Dub because this week they're actually on Friday, too. So we didn't miss anything yeah, last night. Right. Right. So we didn't and, miss too much. So where and where did I. So the. What are the different AEW shows that they're going to have? I know they're going to have Rampage, and aren't they going to have something else? Oh, geez. I think so. Uh, I want was it? Is it now that Revolution was there? Um, that was the Revolution was that one pay-per-view, right? I don't know. That's where I'm, like, all screwed up. Yeah. Because there's... So I know there's Dynamite, and then there's Dark, then there's Dark Elevation. Um, they got too many goddamn shows, too. Yeah, which I don't understand, like, why have so many damn shows when half of them are on YouTube. Because um, Dynamite's going to TBS in 2022. And then Rampage, Rampage will be coming on. That'll be in 2022 as well on TNT. I thought, uh, well, I thought they were coming in August. Is it August? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think they're coming this yeah. August to TBS. That's this August. Uh, let me see. Uh, okay, I'm on New York Post. It is saying Friday, August, August 13th at 10 on TNT, Rampage will debut. So it's right after SmackDown. Yeah. And then Dynamite's going to move to TBS in January of 22. So, which, I don't know. I think now they're going to get cold feet since they only did, you know, what, 500,000 viewers the show before a pay-per-view? Right. Yeah, I wonder... Like, what was SmackDown? I think they, uh, what, 2 million? They averaged about 2 million viewers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Friday's live edition of SmackDown featuring Ray and Dominic uh, retaining over Dolph and Robert Roode. So just think just think about that. You've right. got Ray, who's way past his prime, his kid, who's fun to watch, you know, and it's, it's a nice feel-good story. But against Dolph, who's one of the greatest workers in the business, and Bobby Roode, who, you know, just was – I want to – I like what they started with him, but then they misused him. And putting him with Dolph, I'm okay with, but they got to make him stronger than they are. And, and and I think this feud's okay, but just think about that. That main is that doing – <laughs> That main is doing four times as many viewers as Chris Jericho – and the dinner circle on dynamite. Right. <clears throat> you can't compete with the A show, and that's technically the B show for right <laughs> for yeah, WWE. SmackDown, yeah, SmackDown is the B show. Like you were you as AEW were barely beating the C show on Wednesday night. <laughs> now you're getting smoked. Yeah, now you're getting smoked by the B show. 
But they do got thunder right. home home. Right. But you weren't even in the main event. That's the crazy part. I actually watched SmackDown up to the main event. Because then I'm like, dude, I'm, yeah, no, I'm good. So check this out. So this past week was the lowest, lowest, lowest ratings that Raw had in history. And they averaged one and a half million viewers. <laughs> and that's their lowest in history. Right. And, and that's the crazy part. Like the lowest in history still is getting a million viewers. And we haven't even, and that was Memorial Day. That was a holiday. They still managed to get a million viewers on a holiday. Yeah. So the most watched episode of this year, they got 2.1 million viewers for Legends Night. It's garnered over 1.8 million viewers 16 times this year. So about half. But yeah, AEW would be killing for that right now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, Double or Nothing was actually a halfway decent pay-per-view, though. Yeah, it wasn't bad. You know, It wasn't bad. That's a good transition. They got to get over this whole just because it's a long match makes it a good match nonsense, though. Yep. And and we all had Deeb winning. Deeb nuts. Um, So you had Deeb won. The Bucks retained shock. Um, Bear was the only one that got that wrong. Darby and Sting. Four of us got that. And Dub had Scorpio (laughs) and Ethan. I was the only one that took the pinnacle. You know, I was wrong. You four took the dinner circle and they won. Miro won. Um, Hangman Page beat Brian Cage. The uh, I don't want to say the shock of the night because I'm the only one that took Jungle Boy. Um, yeah. Jungle Boy won. You know. Yeah. But are they going to just bury him with uh, say, yeah. with old Kenny 17 belts or whatever the fuck he is going to be a stop and start push for Jungle Boy again. Yeah. Didn't he win a battle royal last time when Jericho was champion? I don't know if he did or not. He got a title shot with somebody. I can't remember who. I don't know if it was Jericho or if it was for the TNT title. But but here's my problem. Not even that. And you're, I think, yeah, he, he fought for the TNT title, but he didn't win. A great match but he and here's what i don't get i want you to think about this and you know this as well as i do your executive vice presidents whatever the fuck you want to say the bucks kenny omega cody you think any of them lost on that pay-per-view hell no exactly so they're doing the same shit that you've been pressing for fuck since aew started we had mm-hmm. high hopes but you could see the writing on the wall that <laughs> They do the same shit that Trips and Triple H actually like fucking like put people over. You go back and look at Manias over the past several years. He just puts people. When's the well, last time he won a Mania match? You know. Well, yeah. Well, that was when he stopped being full time too, though. True, but still, when, I say when he was full time, wasn't nobody going over that bad boy. No, not even Randy Orton. He did though, Randy. Yeah, and the whole thing with what? with Stephanie. Yeah, yeah. I'd say once he became part time, 
You know, I mean, the only I think the only person he put over when he was full time was Cena. <laughs> well, I think everybody had to put Cena over. Right. I don't think he had a choice in that one. Yeah, you know, I've got to sell these orange fucking t-shirts. Right. <laughs> so, you know, it's just, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, man. I mean, because when's the last time Trips won a, a WrestleMania match? Oh boy. I don't know. That's a good trivia question. Because he, I want to see what Triple H's WrestleMania record is. 10 and 13. He holds the most losses at the show. That's crazy. Uh, When were these losses, though? I guarantee they were mostly after he uh, after he started putting on a suit or uh, post haircut. There we go, post haircut. Here we go. He's they have it here as nine and ten. He was nine and ten. So this is like old. This isn't updated quite yet. Um, I got to get to Triple H. (laughs) So he. All right, let's go back to Triple H at WrestleMania. So, WrestleMania 17. I don't think he was there. 18. See, it doesn't... Here we go. This is better. WrestleMania 12. Ultimate Warrior beat Triple H. 13. Triple H beat Goldust. 14. Triple H with China beat Owen Hart for the European Championship. WrestleMania 15, I am Kane, beat Triple H in a singles match. Uh, WrestleMania 2000, Triple H beat The Rock, Mick Foley, and Big Show. That was all the McMahons. Um, 17, Taker beat Triple H. 18, Triple H beat Jericho. Um, 19, Triple H beat Booker T. 20, Benoit beat Triple H and Shawn Michaels. 21, Batista beat Triple H. 22, Cena beat Triple H. 23, Orton beat Triple H and Cena. 24, Triple H beat Orton. 26, or no, that was 25, excuse me, because they were the main. Uh, 26, Triple H beat Sheamus. 27 and 28, Taker beat Triple H. Uh, 29, Triple H beat Lesnar. He did? In a no-holes-bar match? I don't remember that. Uh, 30, Daniel Bryan beat Triple H. Uh, this is the last win. 31, Triple H beat Sting. Because you know he wasn't letting that happen. Right. Yeah. So you, well, Vin, yeah, that was all there. Vince. You know, Vince wasn't right. going to let that happen. Uh, Roman, that last laugh on WCW. Right. And then Roman beat Triple H, Seth beat Triple H, and then Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey beat Triple H and Stephanie. So he hasn't fought since WrestleMania 34. That's his last WrestleMania, which is crazy. Right. That's just crazy to think. So, you know, I don't think think it's hilarious. So even if you take out the last three WrestleManias, he's 10 and 10. 500. Which is crazy. That's wild to me. He's average because he's an average wrestler. I mean, he's just 
But I, feel, I won't say he's average. That's kind of that was kind of mean. But I mean, he's an above, he's above average, average wrestler. Yeah, yeah, he's above he's, average he, wrestler. He was a Mike guy, you know. He do. Yeah. We just if, you you and I know we got lucky as fans that. That when when Rock and Stone Cold left, we're lucky that right. he was there. Like we are. Know. Just I, I mean, know, because man. he was so goddamn hated. That was the and, only he, thing though. I, he was like, yeah, that was the only reason though. He like it he kept it afloat because people hated him that much. But he's but you an gotta, easy person to hate. Oh, he is. And he's but he's also an easy person to like, you know, when he's a face, you know, with DX and everybody else and you look at him and and when you know him as a human, you're like when you when I realized he didn't drink, I'm like I thought that was all bullshit, and they're yeah. like, no, he doesn't, he does not drink. Like that's that's serious, and I'm like, yeah, shit. <laughs> like man, I don't know, he was just one of the I don't know, man. Tri- to me, Triple H was one of the only guys that uh, I don't know, like he just it did, he didn't do anything for me, like one way or yeah, the other. he was same here. I mean, he never did anything for me, but I think like you said. At times, he's fun to watch because I think he's one of right. those guys that can tell a story, like a believable story in the ring. Like just watching him, you feel you can see his emotions. You can kind of feel him. He knows how to play a show. He knows how to put on a show. He knows how to be a heel. He knows how to get heat. He knows how to get people to cheer. He's not dumb, you know, and, and right. he's actually in shape. Unlike our our friend yeah. uh, from the dinner circle, yeah. Even though sometimes his matches did get boring. Oh God, yes. Like, well, just like Hogan, <laughs> man. Terry mm-hmm. must pose. Like, <laughs> yeah. I to me, I don't know. To me, Triple H was always like he was just the you know, he was the guy with the guy. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like even when The Rock was starting his ascent. You know, Triple H just kind of happened to be the guy wrestling uh, The Rock or the guy wrestling Austin. Yeah, no, but, you're right. But his matches were always – he he at least knew enough to what to knew what to do. If he was the heel, he knew what to do to make sure people wanted to see him get beat up. Oh, yeah. Everybody wanted to see him get beat up. Right. That's no goddamn doubt. Right. And you know, it, it, it just like if you if you were to see somebody like today in any of the in any wrestling um promotion, who would you say is more like closest to Triple H in terms of right now? In ring, you know, everything. Randy Orton. Yeah. And like I mean and as I, it's, it's not a knock on Triple H or Randy Orton, but to me, like they're you know they're the number twos, and you need a number two guy. Like everybody can't be a number one guy, but you know he's a strong number two. <clears throat> you know he's like the he's like the Clay Thompson to you know you know Austin or the Rock Steph Curry. Like, you know, you can't have, you can't really have one without the other. And, you know, like Triple H never really, I think when he had that chance to, to be a Steph Curry, you know, we had, we ended up with the the reign of terror on Raw or the, the McMahon Helmsley era (laughs) on Raw and SmackDown. And, you know, that shit turned a lot of people off. 
So, I mean, he's a, you know, he's a strong number two guy, which ain't nothing wrong with that. Right. The, uh, it, dude, it, like, oh, God, this just makes me sick. I don't want to get too off track, but I, I just, uh, I'm scrolling through some shit, and the first thing that comes up, can you pinpoint this, what this was? Well, turn the glare down. Uh, I don't know if you can. Uh, that Goldberg? That's Goldberg. Oh, is that when he broke his, uh, <laughs> or not broke his hand, he like tore that tendon in his arm? Well, you can see what happened there. There was, it was a yeah. finger poke of doom. Right. When they got it. Oh, my oh God. It's so terrible, you know. And, uh, I mean, it is what it is. And, and we will be back momentarily. So we're back. <laughs> had, to, had to pause for a minute. The, with everything going on and, and with this, like you talked about the finger poke of doom, you know, that just came up and, and, you know, we're talking about all these things and how Randy's like triple H now. So I, I want to go back to AEW real quick before we go off on several tangents. I, I just got to ask you, what was this like to hear, to hear this with fans in attendance? <laughs> I still think they piped in the crowd. It's all for you, Cody. They did it for you. In the wreckage of my life. My life. I still think they piped the crowd in. I mean, I know they were all excited to be there. I think that there, that, that was legit. Like, I think they were piping in when there was no fans and there was few fans there. They were definitely piping. But there, I mean, they, they had a lot of people, and everybody knows that damn song. It's a good song. And and they I say you. It in like a Goldberg chant. Yeah, Goldberg. Yeah, the uh, – do, have you have you listened to the new song yet, Sane? No. That's pretty damn good, too. I didn't get hungry enough to listen to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I need biscuits and gravy for the dinner oh. circle. Oh, shit. So, um, but yeah, man, it, just going back, because we were talking about Jungle Boy for a minute. Um, you know, do you think they're going to fuck this up? Yep. And not even, like, fuck it up, like, do something wrong. They're just going to fuck it up and not do anything with it. Yeah, because Kenny, he's going for... Oh, God. How many belts is he going for now? None. There ain't no more. Because ain't nobody going to wrestle him. Well, no. They, didn't they say he was setting his sights on New Japan because of Osprey? Why did, did we ever find out why Osprey had to relinquish the title? He had a, what was it, a neck injury. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. So you think they're going to let Kenny Omega come in and try to win that title? Hell no. Or you think they're going to like put it on Okada or something? <laughs> Um, matter of fact, they just, if I'm not mistaken, they just crowned a new champion. Oh, did they? If I'm not mistaken, I haven't had time to catch up on it. IWGP. Hmm. 
I don't know. Um, at Dominion. Well, they crowned new tag team champions. Yeah. And then I think the at Dominion coming up. Um, as of the as of you're listening to this show, it will be tomorrow morning. And what, uh, like Monday. two a.m. Yeah. And let's see, Junior Heavyweight. Yeah, it's gonna be Okada and uh, Shingo Takagi for for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. So it'll probably so, be yeah. Okada then, right? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Well, he had but, the longest yeah. reign back in the day. He almost reigned yeah. for two years. Yeah. Uh, at this point, though, Okada's, uh, you know, Okada's kind of like Tanahashi to where he doesn't really need the belt. No. So, but it's kind of yeah. crazy to me that, you know, Okada's, all, you know, when you think about this in terms of age, he's only 33. And I feel like right. he's been there, and he has been wrestling forever. Yeah, he's but, been there forever. But still, like, he's still only 33. You know who, who one of his trainers was? One like one of his trainers? Ultimo Dragon. Oh, oh the other mass man. And Yuji Yuji Nagata was his other one. Just while he was on TNA for a hot second. Yeah, actually, he was the reason why New Japan ended their relationship with TNA. Yeah, I'm not surprised. They had him, they had him come out in that dumbass like Green Hornet type character. Yep. Oh, Woo. so bad. Woo. Dude, just, it, oh, God. Woof. Buzz's <laughs> girlfriend. Woof. <laughs> uh, but oh, he was, man. so, hey, but this doesn't surprise you. So, uh, Pro Wrestling Match of the Year and Wrestling Observer 2013, 16, 17, 18. So 13 and 16 with Tanahashi and then 17 and 18 with Kenny Omega. I enjoyed that shit thoroughly more when he was with like, dude, here's what I like. Here's what I hate. So Kenny Omega, and I'm going to go back to him because I know we're all over the place, but we're focused on, you know, kind of AEW here and new Japan. But so Kenny Omega, you remember back in the day when he wrestled the fucking doll and he just made it look like a million bucks and it was entertaining. And so now he did that him and Kota Ibushi. Yeah, had my matches with Dog. Dude, and and they do amazing work. But then he gets to AE Dub, and yeah, he's collecting all these titles, the belt collector thing that's going on right now. But don't, I mean, he does have some good matches still. But don't you feel like he's just kind of lazy and just dropped off? Yep, he's gained damn near just as much weight as Jericho. Yeah, it's like they just like all they do is party and get fucking wasted. Right, but at the same time, fucking people eat it up over here in the states. Right, and that's you know, and that's the thing. Like when you know, we've said it plenty times on the show. Like we are our own worst enemy. Like you can't, you know, like it's hard to criticize Kenny Omega and Jericho for getting fat and lazy in the ring when people are eating the shit up. You know, we're the vocal minority, really. Mm-hmm. You know, we're a vocal minority talking about, man, Jericho looks horrible. He looks terrible in the ring. He's slow, sloppy looking. And, you know, we could have people saying that same shit with us. But then as soon as, you know, as soon as Jelly hits, you know, I mean, Judas, as soon as that shit hits, everybody's Jelly. singing along. <laughs> uh, you know, and that's the problem, you know, like as soon as his music hits, everybody's singing along, man. And, and, 
know, and you're right back to square one. Which I don't know. Like, I mean, Kenny Omega, he's putting on good matches. Like that three way, I mean, it was it lasted way too long. And yeah. oh, I could have done Orange Cassidy. Yeah, and I could have done without Orange Cassidy, but at the same time, somebody needed to eat the pin. And we said that he was going to. Yeah. So here and and so I, I just kind of want to go back to a few things. First off, Leo Rush is the surprise entrant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but he fits perfectly in AEW in like the like so if they put him with the right people, if they're always moving, you know, like yeah, he'll be you on know, AEW dark. Yeah, he will eventually, but he goes yeah. good with like people like Jungle Boy or like uh, um, God damn it, what's his name that I'm thinking of? Penal Zero. Oh, oh yeah, man, yeah. I can see him having a good series of matches with Darby Allen. Oh yeah, he'd be good. That'd be a good one. Mm-hmm. But he's so he can make that there, and then of course they got Mark Henry too. But he's just how ironic is that? Yeah. I mean, if you Leo Rush, you gotta be thinking, God damn, I can't win for losing. Yeah. I get away from this motherfucker as soon as I sign his ass show up. Yeah, right, right, right. (laughs) That was just great. The um, so the Bucks. Here's here's there were high spots, there were low spots, but of course I got to say what I didn't like first. Mm-hmm. Did you, did you, you watched it, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Okay. What did you think of them ripping off, ripping off uh super dragons, fake out tag that he used with Excalibur? I'm like, why do they have to rip everything? Everybody, everybody. Like, and I know that, you know, the, that, um, what is it like mimic, you know, mimicking or, or what is that? Oh yeah. Was it Here's, imitation is the highest is serious, form of flattery. Yes, and serious form of flattery or yeah. whatever. Like, okay. True. But at the same time, get your own shit. Right. Um, you've been you've been wrestling for far too long to not have your own shit. The uh, what did you think of Moxley? He he so, when he was funny as shit when he sold the the young bucks moves, and then you know like Eddie Kingston just like, oh, <laughs> I don't know why am I here? Yeah, yeah man. I, I you know what honestly. I think Eddie Kingston, I think that was a, a real moment right there. I think Eddie Kingston probably seen all that shit, and he was probably thinking, like, damn, what the fuck am I doing here? No, you're right. And, that no, it's not even that. And then if you move down, you know, to, like, Jungle Boy, he was just on point in that match, too. And we've always been behind Jungle Boy. We've said this for how long? The Jungle yeah. Boy needs to be pushed? Yeah. They, like, they, it's just... And change his goddamn name. Yeah, man, something else. Like, dude, call him, call him by be... his fucking real name. Because what? Luke Perry was his right. dad. Luke Perry. Yeah, Luke, Luke Perry's son. And his name? What's his name? Jack Perry. Fuck. I'll, Jack I'll take Perry. Jack what's wrong Perry. With That's Jack a goddamn name. That's right. a goddamn great wrestling name. Right. What is wrong with Jack Perry? Like, come on, man. Just call him New Jack Perry. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's what I'm going to name this episode. New, New Jack, Jack Perry. Perry. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know, man. It just, but just nothing makes sense about AEW. Oh, dude, absolutely fucking like, nothing. <clears throat> I, I, I just don't, I was happy to see that. Of anything, because I picked him, You, I mean, you heard me say it. I'm like, my brain's kind of thinking cage. I want to see Jungle Boy win, so I stuck with Jungle Boy, and he won. <laughs> but then I fucked up with the Pinnacle and Brian Cage, and yeah. yeah. But you and Peapod tied this week. Both got eight. 
Okay. Yeah, but you guys had the same picks because, like you said, he's finally catching on. And then Dub, <laughs> Dub had eight. Uh, I had seven. Bear actually only had six. Man. That was wild. What did you think Man. of uh, – Bear was trying to use logic as the pick. That's what he was doing. That's his mistake. He was trying to use logic to make his picks. Right. What? Right. What? Um. What did you think of uh, Miro and Lance Archer? It was a good match, but it went too long. Mm-hmm. Like it was way too long, man. It was just so much unnecessary shit in it. And this, you know, like that Miro Lance Archer match was is AEW's biggest problem right there. Like you got two dudes that everybody knows. Uh, you know, they come off as legit badasses, at least in the ring. So why not have a match where these two just beat the crap out of each other? Right. And it's for a title, so it would have made sense that these two were beating the hell out of each other because they won the championship. But no, as soon as Lance Archer gets in there, you got him doing his walk the ropes, and then he's doing a moonsault, and... You know, and then they're doing spots outside the ring. Like it's just, it's just too much. I agree. Instead of just logically putting a match out, and that's how you know that they're not listening to any of the experience that they have at their, you know, at their disposal. I mean, you got now you got you got large presentation. You got Tony Schiavone. You got Jim Ross. Uh, Mark Henry just got there. Which I don't know. He may or may not. I, I don't know. This is the same dude that, you know, he's the father of a hand. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, and you know, like sexual chocolate thing, like that. I don't know. That was that was hit or miss. Um, it's, but it's a hand, right? Yeah. I want to come back. Oh, Go no, I was going to say, you got Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson. Dude, you got the history of professional wrestling at your disposal, and nobody will want to listen to it. Right. And you got all these fucking people signed. Mark Henry, Big Show. You're getting all the WWE people, and then right. all these all these AEW. Remember how they said, we're not going to sign many WWE people? Yeah. Shit. Right. As soon as they get on the block. Hey. Oh, we're going to sign. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> you're you're going to see. Fuck, man. You're going to see this shit of people that are going to be all elite. You know, fucking Sting. Grandpa Sting's all elite. Right. You know, Tampa Terry's eventually going to be all elite. Oh, like, yeah. It, oh. I'm telling you now, mark my words, the next one's going to be Aleister Black and Zelina Vega. Well, Zelina signed ones. back with WWE, though, didn't she? No. I thought she did. No, they were in talks. I guess it never, uh, never followed through. Oh really? I thought she yeah. signed. No oh, man, how shitty would that be though? We sign your wife and then release you, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, they'll probably be the next ones, and then they'll show up and have this big, you know. Don't forget, big, and then Lana will show up too, and it'll be Lana and Miro oh, against Alistair Black and Zelina Vega. No, nah, it ain't. You know what? That oh my god, I hate. This is making me mad just because just thinking about it. <laughs> All right, Lana's gonna show up, and she won't be Lana. She'll just be CJ. She'll probably be CJ. I'm fine with that. And it's gonna be Miro and CJ against Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Don't say that. Watch what I tell you. Watch what I tell you. Oh. When is uh let's see, Solana just got released what this week? So June, July. Well, I'm just glad so they July, actually August. I'm just actually glad they use Miro's, you know, his actual name. I mean his name's what Miroslav, but yeah. Miro's what he goes by. Yeah. And they don't have any creativity to be able to come up with something else. Or, yeah, so she'll definitely be CJ. Your name's going to be Kip. Kip Sabian. When's the next next pay-per-view? I don't know. It's probably fucking Uh, AEW, triple or nothing. Yeah. Um. Damn, let me see, let me see. Dude, and we missed some good goddamn matches at uh at RPW, by the way. They crowned a new heavyweight champ. Nice. Yeah, Jason Page is now on impact and, and Sam Beal's on impact now. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, we gotta look at the uh the old events. I know W double double E is going back in person what in July, right? Yeah. Or shit, I want to say the end of this month they start. So they did double or nothing. In July they got oh Fighter Fest will be in July or yeah, Fighter Fest will be in July. Okay. Revolution. All out will be in September fifth at the Sears Center. Oh, there it is. Miro and CJ against Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford at All Out. Full gear is November 6th in St. Louis. <laughs> oh, man. Where's All Out going to be at? Sears Center. Oh, Sears, oh, Chicago? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's where they're going to do it. They're going to do it. Oh, I'm telling you. Oh, man. I'm telling you, dude. Tony Khan. Tony Khan done messed around and creamed his little pants at that match. He's like, we're going to see C.J. Perry. Right. And then we're going to do a live sex celebration. <laughs> right. God, On an air hockey table. Yeah, no shit, right? You know, Miro likes video games. He, he likes the game. So it'd be on an air hockey table. So July 23rd, SmackDown's at the, uh, the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Yeah. In Cleveland. And then they're going to be a super show in August in Detroit. Huh. <clears throat> Not bad. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. I'm telling you, man. CJ going to be. Oh, did you see that? They got SmackDown on September 3rd in Jacksonville, Florida. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. <laughs> Dude. Oh, my gosh. Dude, this thing's, man. And you know, don't forget. Uh, sorry to bust your bubble, A or uh, AEW, WWE uh, marks. If they did something worthwhile for us to criticize, we'd be all over them too. Yeah, we right. actually got to do something first. We got to go- tell Seth Rollins to buy some better looking suits. Are we? <laughs> are we gonna go to? Uh, we going to WrestleMania next year in Texas? Oof. Or are we gonna wait till forty? Go to the big one. Ooh, I say it might be safer for me to wait until forty. Uh, yeah, because we can celebrate. Yeah, we'll be able to celebrate your sixty-fifth birthday and get Medicare. 
That's right. And then, <laughs> what, 40 will be what, California? Well, no, 39 is California. That's a SoFi. They haven't announced okay. where 40 will be yet. It'll probably be back in New York. Right. And if it's there, I feel a little bit safer in New York than I do in Texas. Well, shit, we – uh, yeah, no shit. <laughs> the uh, uh, But it, it's at Cowboy Stadium. You'll be all right. But um, the – the uh, when's the – we went to 30. That's when we went, didn't we? Shit, yeah, so it would we be an anniversary 30. if we went to 40. We yeah, should man. go to 40 yeah, 10 years should. later. Right. <laughs> We're going to do a podcast. <laughs> we'll do a podcast, yeah, live from – Live from WrestleMania. No tornadoes either. Right, no shit. Yeah, because fuck, <laughs> in, uh, that would be 2024. So three years from now, you know, we'll be nearing episode 600. <laughs> there you go. We'll be almost, we'll be on our way to 600. I hope somehow we're at like episode 555. <laughs> because that would be the sports show, right? So that would be because what what episode is this? So this is so yeah, episode one, right? Yeah. So episode three hundred is gonna be is gonna be um, July third. So uh, what do we say? Five fifty five divided by three hundred, or not divided by three hundred minus three hundred is two fifty five, right? So we basically say divided by two. That's one hundred and twenty seven weeks. Right. So I got to find that out. What is 127 and a half weeks? What date is 127 weeks from July 3rd, 2021? <laughs> Damn. December 9th, 2023. Oh. Shit. Yeah, that ain't even a Survivor Series. So I got, what about 150 weeks? Because that'll be episode 600. So episode 600 is going to be May 18th, 2024. <laughs> if we don't take any breaks. Right. And can't go to Knox County around that time either. Unless oh. he's still around down there. You know what happens on May 19th. Oh, shit. The, um, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta see... So what episode would that be? So hundred and so hundred and forty six weeks for WrestleMania. So WrestleMania is probably going to be on what April sixth that year. So right, one hundred and forty four weeks from. So we're we're going to be on episode five eighty eight. <laughs> oh, dude, that's that's crazy. That's crazy to me. So we'll see what happens. Right, right. We got to get some shows in the bank and everything else, but um, let's go back to some of this. What, what do you think was match of the night? Dub or nothing? Rip Baker and uh, Cheetah. Dude, that kept. I mean, they they had they sold it, man. They yeah, they did a great job. I could have done without all the extra near falls. Like I don't know. It's yeah, just, they did it way too many. But that's AEW in general. Like, an AEW match is, let's see, we come out, hot start, don't lock up. So we come out, hot start, somebody gets thrown out of the ring, dive, dive, somebody gets thrown back in the ring, spot, 
couple uh, wrestling moves, spot, spot, come back, run in, near fall, near fall, near fall, finish, and then run in after the bell. Right. What did you think about the um... – so uh, it's smart of them to have – well, they did the sting mask thing again. You know, where he takes off a mask mm-hmm. and he's got Facebook. Oh, yeah. like, God, they've done this in WWE, WCW. They've done this far right. everywhere. And, say, um, how many more times are you going to do that? Right. Uh, but Darby took all the bumps per usual. And Sting, just doing his thing so he doesn't look embarrassing, which it already does. Right. He just needs to go. Like, Yeah, like, it's, yeah man. It's okay. It's ran its like, course. Right. It's okay, man. We we get it. We get we it. We get it. Good. <laughs> we get it and then um the, what did you think of kenny omega but, using all the belts to fucking <laughs> so fucking stupid <laughs> that was, oh my god that was so stupid that was probably the dumbest shit i had seen that well i yeah at, to that point that was the dumbest shit i had seen second dumbest shit that was a, and that was after jake roberts run in i oh, still don't man. understand the point of that like, what was the point of that? To come down as if he was carrying a snake? None. I mean, was it just for Miro to toss the bag? Like, I mean, was that the only reason why they did it? Yeah, probably. It's stupid. It's stupid. Um, like, and they, they do that way too much, too, man. Like, they try to do shit just for the sake of doing it. And then it has no meaning. Well, and don't forget that AEW does a pretty shitty job. Like in the Battle Royal, my problem was they can't keep up, like the cameras, mm-hmm. with what's right. going on. And I'm like, uh, great, you guys suck again. Right. Just bad. Oh, so it makes me sad they never did the spot in WWE. Clear proof Sting, the Sting's WWE run was horrible. So he didn't do it in WWE, he did it in TNA, WCW, and then... AEW. No, pulling the mask off. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, they had him pose as a statue in WWE. Yeah, he was. Well, he was just under the yeah the statue. But still, I don't know, man. I whatever, I guess. But I mean, this is like WCW was Tony Khan's thing, though. When Tony Khan was growing up, he was a WCW guy. Right. It's a shame he can't do, you know, the shit from good WCW. Yep. It was definitely better than Revolution, I can tell you that. Yeah. Overall, um, stadium stampede match. Oh, my God. That was stupid. That was the dumbest shit of the whole night. Like, just, I, it was so stupid. It was dumb. And then for old Fatback, to, <laughs> to spill the beans and say, you know, just to spill it all during an interview, like the very next day, and say they took four days to shoot that. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, it took you four days to come up with that shit. Well, he is like 50, right? Yeah, he did have to breathe. It's, it's only so much it took oxygen. four days to catch his breath. Right. I say, it's only so many oxygen tanks you can probably use a day. So, like, just I don't know, man. If it took you four days to come up with that, like, go back to the drawing board. Like, 
I just the the whole like premise of that match is stupid in general anyway. Like it, it makes no sense. Yes, we're gonna fight in an empty football stadium because you know our feud is just that that dramatic. You know, I hate you that much. I want to fight you in an empty football stadium. After we destroyed a ring, you know, uh, after we destroyed a double ring, double cage. And somebody got thrown off the top of it. You know, you had the canvas torn up, people getting, you know, slammed on the, the wooden boards under the canvas. Somebody getting thrown off the top of a cage, people bleeding all over the place. You know, hit getting hit with turnbuckles, but yet we're gonna blow off the few by fighting in an empty stadium. And MJF's gonna get, you know, footballs thrown at him by Charlie Strong. That was fucking hilarious. Oh my gosh. I just And then Urban gives him a goddamn laptop. <laughs> yeah, like I'm just thinking, like, really? Really? I I couldn't even it, it was just so stupid. Like, to me, it, it, I don't know. There was nothing – to me, that I don't know, man. To me, there was nothing they really could have been able to do to make me believe that this is going to be the blow-off to the few after you do a War Games match. Right. Like, we've been, we've been told that War Games essentially is the blow-off to a few, no matter what, or even a cage match for that matter. Like, a cage match is supposed to be the blow-off to a few – and that's the same thing war games is supposed to be. And, you know, like you you had this match. Essentially, we had this match. This is going to be Jericho's match. Like, I don't even think he was in the first one. He, was he, in the, he wasn't in the first one, was he? What, Stadium Stampede? Yeah. thought he was. Are you Maybe talking about back when Hangman Page came out on a horse? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I can't remember if he was in that one or not. I I'd have to look. Uh, let me see. It was Adam uh, Page, Kenny Omega, and the Bucks against Broken Matt Hardy in the Inner Circle. So yes. Okay. <sighs> yeah, this is gonna be Chris Jericho's match. So Matt Hardy in the Elite beat the inner circle mm-hmm. oh so oh guess who had to have their win back <laughs> like i don't know man you you have a ring set up in the middle of the damn stadium what is them like what is it with AEW setting up wrestling rings in random ass places i don't know like you had the, the street fight with sting and darby allen set up they had a wrestling ring set up in a warehouse on like the second floor <laughs> yeah, one new on the first floor. This is on the second floor. <laughs> nah, we're gonna put it up here. Fuck it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like logic, be damned. Like, oh my gosh! And then you set one up in the middle of a football stadium. Like, I just, I don't know, man. Just none of that shit made sense. Well, what does make sense? I can tell you this is. Um, like Jericho does have a good podcast. I like it a lot because he does everything like wrestling, music, pop culture, like fucking everything. This past time, I don't know how much you've listened to Greta Van Fleet, but they've been compared to like Zeppelin. They sound a lot like Zeppelin. They're younger. Um, they had a good uh, 
good episode on talk is Jericho talking about their influences, skipping high school to tour and like doing all that shit. It was just wild. Something for people to check out if they're into them. Like what did they do? They toured with the struts. So they skipped high school to do that. Um, they opened for, I think they, they were a party band for Elton John. They opened for guns and roses and they did some underage drinking with Dave Grohl, which of course is, you know, lead singer of the Foo Fighters, drummer for go. Nirvana. Hey. And if you ever, you ever listened to them or heard, heard of them? No, no, I haven't listened to them. Dave no. Grohl's still out here touring, man. Dave Grohl, hell yeah, Foo he Fighters, man. They... Granddaddy made, somebody grandpappy made. Uh, well, fucking look at Robert Plant, Led Zeppelin. Yeah. He's still out there doing shit with his bluegrass band, oh, Robert yeah. Plant, the Sensational Space yeah. Shifters. Yeah, but that's bluegrass. Like he aged into the genre yeah. of music he's doing. Like, well, but Guns and Roses is still out there fucking touring. Well, yeah, but what else they gonna do? They ain't gonna. Do. I mean, it's only so much longer. Fat Axel might be with us, so. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I don't mean the killing, but you know, I mean, it's only so much longer he's going to be with us around here. So, the uh, and you know, so everything kind of worked out with me, you know, having my my going to Mrs. Ford's house yesterday, and um, because Jeremy's on vacation, <laughs> and uh, you know, I had to visit Mrs. Ford, and it's just fucking wild, man. And there was other shit that came up. Uh, so overall, what would you what would you get that out of out of out of five? What would you rate that pay per view? Yeah, I'd say a three, three and three quarters. Three, three, three. three I was gonna seven. say a three seven. Yeah, I was gonna three, say a three seven. seven. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Yeah, like it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't like oh my gosh, I gotta watch this shit again. No. I mean, there are points where I like went and got I I went and took breaks. Like I went and got something to eat, you know. Uh, we did like we did a little little fire in the back of the house uh, Sunday night. So, you know, I had to keep an eye on it. So I mean, you know, roasted a couple of couple of brats over the fire during uh during double or nothing. So you know, hey. <laughs> But it wasn't anything to wear. Like I had to be glued to my seat because I, I was afraid I was gonna miss something. No, I'm with you there, and uh, and and good news. I don't have the updated standings because Bear's not here. But back from vacation, Jeremy himself. <laughs> so we're gonna do some trivia. True or false? For two points, has a player ever played both an NFL game and an MLB game on the same? day oh yeah that's true that's true. absolutely true Dion did it right yeah yeah i think he did it um he might not be the only one to do it let's see what jeremy says you and i both said true so that's two points um Feel guilty as this was sort of a trick question. Answer is false. So Dion played for the Falcons in '92 and then flew to play with the Braves the same day, but was never put into the game. That's right. Forty put him in. I thought they did. So he was the only player to ever suit up in the same day. He was truly one of a kind. That's a good trivia question, though. That's a good one. 
Because we all knew that, like I said, Dion I didn't said, do it. There. Yeah, he took a helicopter and everything. Yeah, but he never suited up. Okay. That's a good one. I like that. That was really good. Oh, yeah. Sorry, peeps. We got to do sports because Jeremy was on vacation and I was visin- visiting <laughs> Mrs. Ford. The um, ah, that That's kind of wild. I can't believe that. All right. As for wrestling, WWE Magazine has gone through many incarnations throughout the years. It originally debuted as WWF Victory Magazine before changing the name to World Wrestling Federation Magazine after only three issues. What year did WWF Victory Magazine debut? Closest gets two points. So we're going to have to hold off on this. We can't give the points yet because we'll have to have Bear take a stab at this too. So it'll be interesting. Say 79. What's that? 79, 1979. And I'm going to say, I was going to say 1987. So 1979 and 1987. So we're, one of us is getting the points. Right. Bear, Bear can get some if he gets within closer to us. He can steal the points. How's that? 84. 84. I was within three. You were within five. Man. Because I had, what, Wrestle, the first WrestleMania was 85. Yep. So I figure, you know, that's when the magazine had to. Oh, here we go. Be some type of incarnation. Bonus question. What year did WWE Magazine finally seize production? As, all, as many magazines sadly have closest to the year gets two points oh shit dude i want to say it's sooner than a lot i want to say it's sooner than i think um i want to say 96 that's funny and i said 2004 (laughs) watch it's gonna be 2000 right between us That'll be funny. Right? Uh, 79.87. So I got two there. And then we're going to see. 2014. 2014? Wow. Damn. So technically that's mine, but Bear could steal both of these. Yeah. I'll tell you, last time I bought a WWF magazine. I got one with Stone Cold from like 99. (laughs) Uh, I had the King of the Ring issue that Raw magazine cover where he was walking back like the night he won King of the Ring and he uh, had you know like his lip busted open I had that Raw magazine forever and then shit I don't know got caught in the shuffle Uh, the uh, so I'm going to read back what Jeremy said too. Big shake up with the Celtics yesterday. And he's sure we talked about this. I know you guys did cover it a little bit with Danny Ainge retiring and Brad Stevens taking over his basketball operations. Um, They are stuck with Kemba's $73 million contract is the biggest problem. Plus they need a center. I don't disagree, but they've always needed a center. That's always been the problem. It always will be unless Brad Stevens does something about it. Danny Ainge was the problem. with. Yeah, you have all these fucking first-round picks and don't do shit with them. Uh, Granted, they they have drafted some – I mean, Jalen Brown, 
that was a good draft pick. Right. Tatum. Tatum, good draft pick. But you still need a big guy. It will be interesting to see who they hire as their next head coach. And LeBron once again proving why he will never be the GOAT as he walks off the court with just about five minutes to go last night, not sticking around to support his team. Just ridiculous. I tend to agree. Um, but that was, that's, it's, that's the thing. It's just people don't like him. Yeah, they, like, I agree. He's a great player. He just does that passive-aggressive shit that people just don't like. Nobody like that shit. Nobody does. Which is, I think, why he can't uh, – I think why he can't ever have like, – like he's always – outside of the Miami years, a lot of his guys that play on his team – are guys either just past their prime or, you know, like role players, you know, like people, you know, people ascending and, you know, that are, you know, close to being superstars or whatever, you know, like Kyrie, they putting up with that shit. Yep. And look at our, uh, the old Denver nugs, man. They came back and they're about to be putting out the old, uh, four minutes left about to put out the old trailblazers. Put old Carmelo out to the pasture. That's just sad, man. They got six guys in double figures, and they've only played eight guys. Portland failed Damian Lillard. We oh my god, about that too. Like they, yeah, I, I heard Lillard, it. Man. You guys, yeah, you're absolutely dead, man. I mean, just take they all the guys. Dude, how how long he's been there, and the only piece they've given him is C.J. McCollum. Nurkic is a beast, though, but he can't stay healthy. No, you're you're a hundred percent agree. And that's the only thing. If his health was better, you know, they probably could make something work. But then, you know, like, and it's the sad part is teams like Portland that probably could afford to get you know like high price players in free agency, they choose not to do it, and then they go, oh, we're small market, we can't compete with those guys. Bullshit. You could do it. You just choose not to. Right. And, and then, then they choose not to even trade for better players, man. They could have got Aaron Gordon. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, at the trade yeah, you guys mentioned mind. that too in the episode. Right. So just ridiculous, uh, especially after bragging about his broad shoulders can carry that team without AD. They're done without AD. My Jazz are looking good as they advance to the next round. And how about the bombshell of Braun Strowman being released? <laughs> What in the world is going on with WWE right now? Well, we talked about that. We covered earlier. Just rewind, uh, you know, about the twelve-minute mark, and you'll hear what we yeah, talked yeah. about with Double Double E, man. Just, just so much shit. Yeah, and the Jazz still can't do anything with the Nuggets neither. Like the Jazz have nothing for the Nuggets. I don't care what what he thinks. I don't even think they play the Nuggets in the next round, but. Uh, I, I can't remember who they would even play. Probably the Suns, wouldn't they? Uh, no, Suns were two. Jazz were one. Suns were two. So they, so would, they play would play Memphis. Shit, maybe they do play. Uh, maybe they do play Denver next. It's either Denver or the winner of the Clippers Mavericks series. Yeah, uh, that's it. It's that one. That's four and five right there. Okay. Right. Yeah, so let me see. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. Let me pull up. Uh, and 
Brooklyn and Milwaukee. Uh, they start on what? Saturday. Yep. So, it, it? oh, here we go. So, Utah, yeah, they play the winner of the Clippers Mavericks. So, they'll probably end up winning that series. And they're going to get this false. You know, Jeremy's going to have this false sense of security, thinking the Jazz are that good. Yeah, the Suns, man. The Suns are going to go play in the fucking finals. They got a chance. I would love to see that, man. Give me the Suns against, well, it would probably end up being fucking Brooklyn. Um, or Milwaukee. That's going to be a good series, Brooklyn and Milwaukee. Yeah, that's the Eastern Conference Finals right there. Even though they're playing now, right in the second round. Yeah, that should have been uh, that should have been the Eastern Conference Finals. Whoever hey, wins man, that, I don't care, man. My surprise final. Hawks made the second round. I don't give a shit. Yeah, that was my surprise team. I was a year off, so I picked them again this year to be my surprise team, and boy, was I right. <laughs> yeah, they played the Knicks though. They beat the shit out of the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, but it's still the Knicks. It is just true. Man. I mean, this, the Knicks this year were like the Chicago Bulls, like twenty, they're like the twenty eleven Bulls. Well, um, just to dip off wrestling real quick, Jake Paul against Tyron Woodley. What do you think? Oh God, that's so sad. Tyron Woodley gonna mess around, and get knocked out again. Yep. Uh, I hate to see him go out like that too, man. So if you were, <laughs> I know everybody's trying to question WWE, but Vince McMahon, they, I love some of the things people are saying, damn it. I'm going to spin the wheel and we'll go from there. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah, what we're Vince doing. Was, Vince is playing spin the wheel, kill the deal. That's what he was playing. Yeah, he definitely did. Man. Oh, and man, I got to send you this picture I seen online. Let's see if I, I got it in here somewhere. And then Mayweather oh, and Logan go. Paul can have knockouts, but there will be no judges. Oh, and something boy. I did want to remember that I laughed. So basketball related, I know we're going all over the place. John Stockton talked about Larry Bird. I cracked up when I read this. I remember as a rookie, Larry Bird walked by our bench and said, I feel like 43 tonight. He came out and scored 43 points by the third quarter and checked himself out. That's Larry Legend for you. (laughs) Fucking Larry. He would do that shit, too. And I love that people – I love you look at all these guys that respect him. They're like, oh, who's the biggest trash talker? Fucking Larry Bird. Like he talked trash, or like hell yes, he did. Yeah, man. I'm gonna put it right over you, right here. <laughs> then now you're you get it. I just say it. Oh, damn, that's good. Then now you're fired. You're. Fire. That's fucking great. That's right, man. Oh, my God. Nothing lasts forever. So, (laughs) that is fucking great. So, let's wrap this shit up. I just realized it's 1030 already, man. See, this is what happens. We get into wrestling. We get into Prince. You know? (laughs) 
had some pop culture going on, some wrestling, sports, everything. We got trivia in. We got so much shit in. This is a, it was a good. This was a fun one. You know, I got back from Mrs. Ford's house. I hope to not go back ever again. Uh, and as Cody mentioned, I got my start, and I'm gonna get the ticker. So we got 18 to start since I was nine doubles. 18 is the starting point. So I got us off to a start a month early. That's gonna be my contribution for the show. I will not drink at the show. I did enough yesterday. So good call, Cody Bryant, saving me as always. So thank you to Wes Anderson for my quarantine. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Work Clothing, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com, and of course, Sparty Steve, who is basically sponsoring the entire episode 300 that we are going to enjoy with the grownups. Check out their podcast. If you check out their most recent episode, I think it was episode 94. I think they're on 94. They, uh, they did a great episode and they played a game. Check out that game because we're going to bring some of that game. Yep. It's called episode 94 back in the habit. It's their first episode back together released on May 15th. It's about two hours and uh, it's first time they were in person for 15 months. Check out that episode and see the game they're playing to kind of see what we might be doing. And are probably going to do an episode 300 as we just socialize. Cause we're not going to, we might do some drinking games too. We got a month to figure it out. Cody Bryant's got some ideas I'm sure in the bag. And, uh, and then hopefully, I don't know when we're going to, but, uh, you know, we're almost coming up on a year that we haven't played against Jeremy and his crew. We're going to be having that soon. So we got to go down to St. Mary's and, and, uh, what do we say? We're going to have a putt putt competition. We're going to, I don't know about dodgeball anymore. Maybe some badminton. That'd be fun. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, I've been testing it out, man. I've been testing it out. been playing some softball. Um, I just started ultimate Frisbee. You know, oh, get shit. maybe get those get those long strides. You know, be able to get the you know be able to stop and start on a dime and get you know get a little short sprint here and there. Um, the uh, I got a support coming in the mail pretty soon, so uh, you know, hey, getting there. We'll talk to Jeremy and his crew. I think volleyball was the other one, so we had volleyball. I think dodgeball. Um, might have still been basketball, but like one game. We'll have to figure out what we talked about. We're going to get some sports together to play Jeremy's crew. It's probably going to be the fall at this point. Uh, it's just getting too busy for me this summer. and uh, But we're going to have a good time, man. And, and look out for us next week on the next episode, 293 and 294 next week. We are eight episodes away from episode 300. Coming out live to you on the 4th of July. Look for it. Episode 300, the pod beats Patty Boggs three revenge of the Shiv. It's going to be good. Shiv's going to try to get his revenge on the alcohol. Who knows what the hell he's going to do, but as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My man fell off the wagon and got back on faster than Jake Roberts and didn't even need DDP yoga.